FedEx, St. Jude, the wonderful people at St. Jude, and uh, we want to come in. We got a real special podcast today, y'all. And uh, speaking of bright stars, man, I saw them. <laughs> I pulled over last uh, night, the last two nights, and uh, I was lucky, man. I, I saw the most beautiful moon in Leeds, Alabama, and that was Thursday night. Oh my God, I got up at three in the morning. And it was just full, and it was this big aura around it, and it, you know, ring around the moon, and it was it was awesome. And I hope you were looking at it. So anyway, um, yeah, it was a weird night, man. I uh, I drove. Well, let me let me back up. I started out here Thursday morning, and we'll get into this. Where, you know, how I do our crisscross. I'm sorry, man. I try, and my brain is going, you know, zip, zip, zip. To just there's so much to talk about these days. I say that all the time, and my God, there is. Anyway, I hope you're having a safe Memorial Day weekend, and you're with the ones you love, and uh, we all know what this weekend's about, and it's honoring the memory of those Americans that gave the ultimate, they paid the ultimate price for our freedoms and for our liberties that are being trampled on in this country right now as we speak. Now, that being said, uh, first and foremost, I want to give a shout-out real quick to an awesome individual that I met yesterday coming back and him and his beautiful family and uh, Staff Sergeant Staff Sergeant Joey Gerbine now he did three tours in Iraq and sir thank you so much for your service to this country and uh, you can tell I knew right when I saw Joey he was an army man he comes out of the truck full of life man and he was like hey how you doing you know hey man good and I was putting on a sticker on my truck. I stopped in a truck stop in Alabama. And it's one that I, I've known y'all since I was like, oh my God, like, you know, eight years old. Um, it's going down highway, well, Interstate 20 actually connects Memphis. It's a main artery that connects Memphis to Birmingham, to Auburn, Alabama, down to Montgomery, Alabama, that goes to Panama City. So if you live in the Mid-South, you know Interstate 20, formerly known as 78, okay? And Joey gets out, man, and he's all fired up. He'd probably be glad to be out of the car. They had two beautiful children, and I'm guessing they were like eight and nine maybe. 
and a lovely wife. And uh, yeah, she was awesome. And forgive me, I didn't, I don't remember your name. I, I I never forget a face, never do. But and it, we didn't really spend that much time talking to his wife. She was inside with the kids, and they were getting some snacks. And I was talking to Joey, man, and. Uh, you know, we just kind of struck up a conversation, and he told me. Uh, I could tell, you know, from his demeanor, from his talk, and the way he looks, and he's got a shaved head, and he's cool as shit looking. And I would, I'm guessing, man, I'm saying Joey's about probably maybe, maybe 40, 41, 42. I hope I got that right, Joey. And Staff Sergeant Joey Gervais, and he told me, I said, so you did a rock? He said, yeah, I did three tours. And, uh, you know, I kept going back because I love my men. Now that right there is... <laughs> that's an American, that's a warrior. That is the heart and soul of who we are. Somebody that loves what they do, that faces death, that, you know, and does it for our freedoms, y'all. And on Memorial Day weekend, you know, yeah, I'm going to wave my flag a little bit today. I sure am. You know, we all, I hope, I don't know, man. I don't know these days. When I hear stats on Bill Maher, like, 70% of uh, young people now think that we ought to be a communist nation. What in the hell is wrong with you people? Now, young people, a communist nation? Maybe you need to, you know, I love history. Maybe you need to flesh out your headgear a little bit and read what communism is about. You own nothing. You work for the state. You are, it is decided you're what you earn, which isn't shit. Uh, if you, you know, communism has never worked, man. If you look back at Russia, Russia fell apart during Reagan. It, it was dismantled. It is no longer, well, I don't know, with Putin nowadays, it's kind of, <laughs> he was old KGB, Putin is. I mean, you know, this, he's a bad player, man. This is not, not a nice guy. And, of course, Donald Trump loved Putin. Now, there's a lot of shit floating around about that, and we'll get into that a little in another podcast. But uh, on with it. Um, look, communism, really? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a tithe in the wool capitalist. I will be till the day they plant me. Uh, you know, capitalism's where it's at. We're a Judeo-Christian. Now, there's a multifaceted. That's how we were founded, the Judeo-Christian sect, cult, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you all know how I feel about religion. I'm not a fan. Do I believe in God? Absolutely, brother, all day long. I always will. And I have left from time to time. I had the... I had the mindset of Bill Moore, which, hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. You question everything, right? I mean, that's if you're a thinking person, of course you question it. You know, and Bill used to joke on his uh, on his documentary that I love and I own it, uh, religious about, you know, the talking snake, right? These are good fables, people. The talking snake, the man lived in the belly of a whale. Uh, in every genre, in every language, in every nation, there's the same theme, you know, the virgin birth, right? You know, the wise man, yada, yada. Which brings me to a joke. <laughs> How come Jesus wasn't born in Memphis? Because they couldn't find a virgin or three wise men. <laughs> Bada bing. All right. I had to throw that in. Sorry. Sorry. I know. Right. I'll leave comedy to Bill Moore. All right. I don't know, though. If you watch the uh, Mana video of us <laughs> doing the uh, uh, She's No Lady. She's... I got a kick out of that, too, man. I've watched it over and over. And I appreciate uh, all the people on Twitter that are, that are hitting me up on that. It is pretty damn fun. If I do say so myself. So anyway, man. Uh, yeah, I had an interesting trip. And uh, took out of here Thursday morning. I called CVS, okay? And we've got a 24-hour CVS down the street. And by the way, Joey, thank you for your service, man. I think you're an awesome man. And he was from, Joey said he was from BB, Arkansas. And I'm not familiar with that city. But uh, he had a lovely wife. And Joey deals with PTSD, as I do. 
and which you know look real quick I'm gonna wrap this and just put it to bed people do not think because that's what okay our politics they love to smear your opponent whenever you know somebody you know, comes up with some shit and like oh he did this Trump did that or Biden did this what do they do they smear the opponent that's that's how poli- it's dirty politics man but that's the reality of the situation you smear the other side right now I'm a nobody but the more I get known and that'll be up to you people uh, you know that listen to my podcast, the more I get known. And I, you know, and man, so far I'm overwhelmed. I really am. You know, I'm honored that Jimmy Kimball and Jimmy Fallon and Steve Cabrera and you know, these great, you know, Conan and I mean, on and on, George Clooney, uh, Edward Norton, uh, Lady Gaga, Lana Del Rey. These are all people that have been following my podcast. And God, thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm speechless, Lady Gaga. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephanie. I am, man. And, it, you know, it's kind of weird, too, because I've never dealt with celebrity. And, and look, I'm still nobody. Hey, it's just me. You know, Red Memphis Red. And, uh, you know, Glenn, that's my first name, right? You probably know my last. I'm not going to say it. And uh, Higgs. <laughs> they say we're related to Peter Higgs, the physicist, the, you know, the Higgs boson thing, right? And I love physics, man. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm Scottish. And by, you know, heritage, I'm Scottish-English. All right, now I'm not going to tell you my mother's maiden name because of all the people that believe me, they know. Uh, they know everything about you, man. If you do Facebook, if you do Twitter, not so much Twitter, but Facebook. Oh, my God, Zuckerberg. They want to know everything. What's your dog's name? What's your favorite color? And people give it to them, man. They give it to them, you know. Oh, my favorite color is pink, and my pig's name is Porky, and, <laughs> you know. And, and they know where you live, man. How do you think they caught these assholes that raided the Capitol, and they were assholes? You know, fucking raid our Capitol, God damn it. You don't do it. And I'm sorry, Father. You know, I'm trying not to, you know, because, look, I'm working on my language, man. So PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, General Motors, Mobile One, these are all products I've used to mention them. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, man. And my baby girl, man, Estella, my granddaughter. She's, uh, you know, she's five. She'll be six in July, man. So I've got to clean my act up. I know I do. I've got a potty mouth. I'm a lineman. I know. And this is the way we talk to each other out there. Yeah, we're a weird group, man. We're a strange bird. I get it, man. But, you know, anybody that works 7,000 volts and 13,000 volts, and we love that shit, you know, because so you can have your Internet, so you can have your TV and your air conditioning. They don't shut that down. No, man. We use rubber gloves, and we work that shit hot, as we call it, or energized. And it is a trip, man. Lyman have a trippy world. I've got a screenplay that I'm working on, and I've been working on for two and a half years, and I'm about to wrap it up. So that's another, it ain't even a podcast, that's a shout-out to Clooney and to Ron Howard, or uh, I tell you, man, who I was impressed with, and he recently joined me, is Ben Affleck. And if you saw the movie Argo that he did about the Iranian thing back when Carter was in office, I think it was, where they created a... Uh, fictitious film and uh, Argo and it was a, you know and they fooled the Iranians and they flew the Canadians out right in the nick of time after you know they were you know they were going to be killed and hung as spies blah 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 so yeah it was that and hey kudos to you Ben Affleck I thought it was awesome man and uh, everything you do is awesome and you know you're awesome <laughs> and so are these other men that I mentioned as well Clooney and I love Ron Howard films man he's always on it you know beautiful mind um, you know, Apollo 13 with fabulous Tom Hanks. Uh, yeah, I'm a movie nut, man. I love them. I love movies. I've been watching movies since, oh my God. When I was 
in third, yeah, let me back up. Yeah, third grade, man. My best friend, Carrie, and I, I'll never forget this. One of my first movies in my memory was Billy Jack. Do you remember Billy Jack, right? And I was in third grade, man, and I'm like nine years old, eight years old. I was like 68, 69 with Tom. I think it was Laughlin. Have I got that right? I don't know. Forgive me if I don't. I uh, think I do. And Billy Jack, man, yeah, we rode our bikes to the Frasier 3, and it was one of the first, you know, like, uh, where you had three theaters inside one building. And we watched Billy Jack, man, 110 Soldier, all that, yeah. And uh, and we were cool, man. We were cool kids. <laughs> we had we had choppered Schwins. You know, if you were cool, it was easy. It was the year of Easy Rider, so this was like 68, 69. Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper. And if you were a cool kid, man, your, your dad would cut your forks off when you swim. He would weld on chopper forks, which I had, of course. And and I put, you know, aces were always best. And the cards and the spokes would make a brrrr, you know, the motor sound, right? And we would, man. We'd ride up there and we watched, oh, my own God. And Carrie and I watched probably Billy Jack that summer, at least. I don't know, man. We'd go in and stay. We'd, like, watch it two, three times. I, probably, I OD'd on Billy Jack. <laughs> I did, man. And it's a great movie. It's, if you want to know what the 60s were about, that's it. There you go. And Howard Hessman has a little small role in that, yeah? It's a pretty cool movie, man. So anyway. Yeah, it was an interesting trip. And I uh, started out with CVS. I called him that morning. And, man, I don't know about CVS, y'all. If you do, I, I do, oh, by the way, I was at the uh, Tuskegee, Alabama CVS yesterday. And, I, you know, the reason I was there is I was trying to swap out. Yeah, I take blood pressure medication. It's mild stuff, man. It's hereditary. My mother has it. But that's not how I got on it. That's a lawsuit. And we look, I'm not the type of person that sues people. I, I can't stand lawsuits. I can't get a hot cup of fucking coffee. Oop, there we go. That's two. <laughs> I can't get a hot cup of coffee because why? Somebody sued McDonald's. Remember the deal? Some lady burned her arms, got third degree burns, second degree, it probably wasn't even second, you know, like second degree burns. She sued McDonald's. She won a bunch of money or was awarded money. And since then, man, you can't get a hot cup of coffee. Huh? I have, to, I have to nuke my coffee out of my Mr. Coffee. And I had a good uh, espresso machine, but it kind of took a crap. So I'm, I'm getting another one. It's a B-A-U-N Bon. Is that how you pronounce it? But it was a good one, man. And I've got their bean grinder, and I do my Starbucks coffee. And I love it. I'm addicted. <laughs> I am, man. When I was a, a trouble man in Miami, uh, and that's when I was addicted to the Cuban coffee. Can you see me, man? I mean, just imagine, you know, here I am, you know, in my bucket truck. 0809, riding around. My areas were South Beach, Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Biscayne Bay. Why in the hell did I ever leave that, right? And I tell men all the time, like, I came here, but I traded that shit for that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, fuck out. And, yeah, she tells me all the time, and I deserve it. I do. God bless her. She should be saint. It's saint Manna. <laughs> I think that's what we'll call her. And uh, anyway, man, I'm in a good mood. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, you know, remember, man, why we celebrate it, or not celebrate it, but it's a special weekend because those that paid the ultimate price, man, for our freedoms, and speaking of that, they're being shit on. Do you know how many cameras I saw over the weekend? I swear to God, everywhere I went, there's cameras, man. I mean, where are we, Joe Biden? Are we in, you know, communist fucking Russia? Are we in, you know, uh, Castro's Cuba? You know, with the Joe Alto in every corner? Now, the, my Cuban friends in Miami, you know, I learned that from them, man. Uh, I think it's a reference in Scarface movie as well with Al Pacino. And Giovato was a communist that would, you know, hang out on the corner and, you know, it, well, okay, watch Scarface where he goes into his mother. You want to be like a cheap, you know, like those other with a Giovato on every corner listening to everything you say? And you know the communists, they tell you what to think, what to feel. <laughs> it's, uh, and that's the deal, man. You kids that want communism, hey, there's no more original thought. You can forget that shit. You don't own shit. The state owns everything. Now, who in the hell wants that? 
I don't know, man. I don't know who y'all been listening to. Probably Bernie Sanders. And I do like Bernie. Bernie, I like you, man. But your whole socialist bullshit, socialism has been tried and tried, and it doesn't freaking work. They tried it in Venezuela. Look at Venezuela, man. And by the way, speaking of Venezuela and inflation, we're on the verge of having a mess with inflation here in this country. They're still having problems getting people to show up for work, right? They are. Well, you know, you look at it, man. Look at it for what it is. Now, if I'm a kid, and I don't mean you no know, kid, well, yeah, fuck them. They are kids. If I'm 19 and I get a check for $1,400, which, by the way, Joe, I still haven't got my other $600 check that's been floating around out there in uh, interest land for the, since, since May the 12th, right? And, you know, I've talked to six other people. Six, man. Six people. Random. No, actually seven because I included a white guy, just to be politically correct. Bill Moore. <laughs> yeah, Bill, Bill hates political. And I do too, man. I think it's what's bringing this country down. You got to worry about what you say, how you say it. Am I offending this group? You know what? Fuck it. I don't care. If you don't like what I say, well, turn the fucking channel, man. That's all you got to do. You know, I don't like what that asshole says. Turn the channel. No, go ruin my day. Turn my channel. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. I do care. I enjoy these podcasts. I really do, man. And I think we all have something to say. And look, we are in a hell of a mess right now, man. Yeah, that's depressing, Willie. Fucking lonely rivers, Claire. I'm, I'm doing a podcast, man. Come on. <laughs> well, that's a good one. This is Stardust, Willie. If you haven't heard this, man, it's, this album is Stardust. And I have the LP, man. That's all it is. And it goes back to, like, I don't know, probably early, mid-'80s. Uh, he did a rendition of, you know, like songs. Oh, you know, Someone to Watch Over Me, which is playing right now, if you can hear it. And uh, we're going to get this down, people, pretty soon. I'm looking at space right now, man, and we're going to put a, a camera on this ugly mug of mine, and we're going to get it rocking. But look, speaking of communism, and Bill, I pulled this off your show, so forgive me. Uh, I love Bill Moore. I do, man. And somebody I thought about a lot this weekend, excuse me, I'm water, was Fran Lebowitz. And she was a guest on Bill's. Fran does not have a phone. Fran does not have a computer because she doesn't like the Big Brother thing. Who in the hell does? I sure as hell don't. I had another brush with it. Matter of fact, three brushes this weekend. Now, I left my phone, my wireless device, my iPhone. I left it with Mana. I did not travel with one. Now, what I'm going to tell you in a little bit is going to freak. It's going to freak. Should freak you out. Freak me out. Um, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Now, it's proven, man. They've already said it on the news. Apple admitted to it. Tim Cook's Apple, that they listen to you, man. They, I mean, come on, people. Verizon, the carrier I'm with now, shares information with the U.S. government. Now, this is all in the name, they say, of the Patriot Act, which is a complete damn disaster. You know what I want to say? It's a fucking disaster is what it is. Now, it was put in there by George W. Bush. Now, that's how Breonna Taylor lost her life, man. No knock warrants is part of that horse shit. Now, what the fuck? Man, come on. This is America by damn. On Memorial Day weekend, of all things. So, it's the perfect storm. We do not... We are not Nazi Germany. You don't bust into somebody's freaking house. See, I said freaking. I'm, I'm morphing into <laughs> the fucking. It's going to be freaking and it's going to be freaking. All right. You don't bust down somebody's door, man. That's no laughing shit, right? You don't do it. Now, damn, this isn't Nazi Germany, man. At Jews, old, you know, older Jewish people know this all too well. Sadly enough, they know it, man, because that's what Nazi stormtroopers did. Just bust down their door. Get the hell out. We're taking your shit. You don't know anything anymore. You're going to the gas chamber. Now, that's the reality of World War II, man. And then, sadly enough, 20 million Jews, probably a lot more, lost their lives. God, God bless. You know, shalom. And I'm so sorry. 
I went to a private school in seventh grade. It was mostly Jews, man. Yes, sir. Man always tells me, you're like the Forrest Gump of, <laughs> is there nothing you haven't touched? Or, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wow, I'm looking at the forecast. Low of 51 Sunday night. Hey. And our air conditioner went out. I got home last night and right away, oh, good to see you. By the way, our AC went out, baby. All right, so I'll get out there. It's a capacitor, man, as always is. And it, look, those people, when you when your air goes out, man, and you call the carrier guy, whoever the hell you call, don't fall for the old, oh, well, it looks like your compressor, Miss Jones, and we'll sell you a brand new unit right here for $3,500 and we take easy payments. Nine times out of ten, now I'm going to get hate mail from the, from the, from the fucking kids, from the, from the AC man, right? Yeah. The, 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 what is it, the loneliest man in the world? He was, uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Man is over petting the cat. She'd care less. <laughs> uh, the Maytag repairman, yeah, that was it. And uh, she didn't tell me. I just pulled that out of my ass. You know, she, she didn't get it, man. Too late, man. <laughs> so we're feeling good this morning, man. No, but nine times out of ten, it's going to be a capacitor, okay? And that's in any area in it, and they go out, man, because why? They're made in China, and they're cheap as hell. Used to, I'd get five years out of capacitor. Now I'm lucky to get... Matter of fact, last year I changed out two. Now, this is a $13, $15 item, right? If you buy wholesale, which I've got a contract with a vendor here in Memphis, and I go get those parts. I work on AC units and and do lights and small shit and ceiling fans and yacht. And I haven't done nothing in a long time because of COVID, right? And we're going to get to that whole COVID thing in a minute. Now, this is insanity, y'all, what's happening, man. Now, COVID, is it real? Of course it is. I've lost, sadly, I lost a friend of mine, a good friend, man. His name was Davis Floyd. Davis Floyd, like George Floyd. And God bless the Floyd family, man. And, uh, you know, on this Memorial weekend, this has to be tough for the Floyd family. And heartfelt prayers go out to you guys. And I know it's not easier. I know it's not. And I hope in time that, you know, it'll get a little better. Willie, that's not going to work. Okay. So, and leave your worries behind. We got a lot of worries right now. So I just, yeah, that's that's not right. No, man, the Wright family, the Toledo family, the Andrew Jones family, the Brianna Taylor family, because of no knock warrant, she lost her life. Now these lists are way too long, man, and they're too sad. You know, they're too sad, man. This has got to stop. And you know, it's the weirdest thing happened. Since I started this, and I told Mano back when I started it, man, about, and I've been doing this, I mean, hammering CEOs on Twitter, you know, about their Bitcoin scam, because it is, man. They they run the bastard up, and then they take it down, and they buy low on the weekend, and they run it back up, and it affects Bitcoin, but that's just it. It's supposed to affect Bitcoin stocks like Riot blockchain, like Marathon blockchain, like Hive, HVBTF, Hive blockchain. These are companies that hash out Bitcoin. There's a few others. You'll have to research that for yourself. Uh, of all of them, I love Riot. Riot blockchain. We own it. I bought it at 344 share last October when Wall Street didn't have a clue about blockchain technology. Now, we're going to have a little school for those that don't aren't familiar with Bitcoin, which everybody's heard Bitcoin, right? The coin, <laughs> not to coin a phrase, but Bitcoin, right? It is the hottie, man. Uh, it's your digital currency. It's your digital currency, man. That's the future. It's going to be your future currency. Right now, you can buy a Tesla car with Bitcoin. You can buy any... Look, look, look. CNBC, NBC owns it. You get the connection, the control of the media. You control the information. You control everything. It's all about control and fear, and that's what we're doing in this country, man. When you look, look. When you look at the news, what's the first thing on? Doo-doo, new variant, right? You know? 
and they had some stats the other night. It was actually on Fox News when I was in uh, Alabama, and of course they're big Fox News watchers. Too. And Hannity was on the other night. I was uh, let's see what night was that? That was Thursday night actually. And I was watching Hannity, man. And uh, you know I flip back and forth the channels. Do I like Fox News? Oh hell no. But I, you know your enemy, right? Well, my enemy right now is <laughs> it appears to be the government and CNN and Fox News because I don't get any air cover. I don't hear anybody talking about them because I'm nobody. That's what I told you, man. I hope maybe after this podcast that'll change because this word needs to get out and it's not getting out. All right, I've got my cigarette going. I did a thing the other night about, you know, you kids with your radiators in your mouth with the, you know, the stupid vape thing. Man, smoke a cigarette like John Wade and be an American. <laughs> Memorial Day, smoke a cigarette for Memphis Red. You know, I don't, man, you know, what is up with this shit, y'all? These young kids now. Man, they need flavored whiskey, blueberry fucking smoke. I mean, what the hell? The Marlboro Man by damn when my day. <laughs> you know, you smoked a freaking cigarette. We didn't have a radiator, a fucking air conditioner stuck in our mouth. And it's, you know, you know, doing that shit. It's just crazy. It's bananas to me, man. And those things aren't cheap either, you know. But I'm down to eight cigarettes a day. And, yeah, I'm smoking, so what? You know, sue me, right? I don't care, man. I mean, I do care. But, look. I grew up in the, mar- man, big tobacco, man, did not spare any, oh, man, my God, have you ever watched Mad Men with John, you know, John Hamm's masterpiece, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I love it, man, I love Mad Men, I got the whole box set. Uh, I love it, if you have, if you aren't familiar with Mad Men, you know, Don, baby, Oh, yeah, Don Draper, Donald Draper. You got to get to know him, and I love it because it shows the 60s, man, and I grew up in the 60s, and actually, they won an award. Uh, They have a set in the Smithsonian as we speak, as we podcast, and, yeah, uh, Don Draper, man. He was the madman, the admin of New York of 1960s fame, and that was back when Big Tobacco ruled, man. I grew up with this. The Marlboro Man. Oh, yeah, it was on TV, man. Every time you, I mean, hey, it was on about like, uh, what is that other commercial that runs out nonstop? You see all the time, you know, J.G. Wentworth, our money won an hour or whatever. I, you know, I don't know, it's probably a piss poor example. Yeah, Madison, don't talk with a cigarette in your mouth. I got, look, I have a cigarette with my coffee usually about this time of the morning around 8.30. I get up at 5. I don't smoke in the morning right away. Not good for you. And they're not good for you. We all know that. But my point being, when I was little, it was the Marlboro Man. I could go down to Redbird Gas Station in my neighborhood, me and the Tucker Boys. The Tucker Boys were my clique I ran with because you got your ass beat. Frazier was a rough area, man. It's still rough to this day. A shout-out to my homes. My homeboys down at, that I met at 201 when I was a gangster, and they locked me up. But the Fonzie, man, what's up, Fonz? He was real, man. He, I love Fonz. I gave him a ride home in the morning, uh, and you know, he's a good guy, man. He was in there on some bullshit charge. And, you know, Akeem called, well, I hope they got your shit straight, brother. And they were going to charge Miss Massey, Judge Massey of Division 11, Memphis Criminal Court. And I believe the man. He seemed not. He said, Red, I'm in here, man, for possessing 19 grams, and I'm being charged with distribution to sell. And I'm like, with 19 grams? Man, you're fucking with me. He said, no, man. Look, a half an ounce, for those out, you potheads that don't know it, most of them do, right? Everybody knows their weight. <laughs> Come on, Billmore. And we know that a half ounce is 15 grams. Now, Caldwell was caught with 19 grams, man. That's just four grams, but yet he's being charged with distribution. Man, please. 
you know, Judge Massey, whether you smoke pot, whether you don't, I don't know, you're a liberal judge, I know that, you know, a Democrat, which you would think would bode well for me, but right now they're trying to hang my ass out to dry because why? Because I reported the crack house, not the crack house, I'm not stupid. Uh, an idiot sped by here and could have hit Mike and Amy Working's kid, Matthew, which I love Matthew, he's, he's awesome, he's like Bart, Bart Simpson, man. And he's a cool little kid. And But this asshole sped by our, our house doing like 80 miles an hour on May the 6th. It pissed me off, man. He flew by. I can hear the police sirens in pursuit. The police sirens dropped off. It's like they didn't follow him. I filmed this guy, man. And I've already uploaded it to everybody. So if you're going to kill me, it's too late. You know, well, it's not too late, right? But I've already uploaded it. And, and look, I learned a lot from the movies. And the firm where he says, you know, to the Madonna family, we're coming into Memphis. In the, the movie The Firm with Tom Cruise, right? And he says, look, I'm going to keep this under my hat. It doesn't get out. And I'm like the ship that never makes port, man. As long as my family and me stay alive, we're good to go. The day I get killed or my family, God forbid, gets harmed, this shit hits front page on every newspaper. Well, that's what I've got. Now, I filmed it. It's been deleted. And by the way, Natalie, next door, they moved out. Hallelujah. You saw my other. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, man, it's such a good feeling. It's bad enough I got cameras every guy to every place I go. I've got Natalie over hacking into my damn iPhone. She's been doing it a year. And we knew it. We put on this elaborate scheme. I was a, we were snorting cocaine. It wasn't cocaine, it was baking soda. And I had a friend of mine, Bud, that played the drug dealer. We talked about all this shit. It was awesome. And we, we did some uncomfortable things, man. And we did. And But I played the part. Why? I knew the part, man. I was a cocaine. I wouldn't say I was an addict, but I was around with George Young's product. It was all over the streets, man. In 82, 83, 84, well, I won't say 82. It started around with me around 84. I was 23 years old. 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. So five years, this shit was everywhere, man. In Memphis, oh, it wasn't nothing. I've been to parties where, I'm not going to mention the names, I've snorted coke with, with judges. I've snorted coke with lawyers here in Memphis. I've snorted coke with politicians. That's right, everybody did this shit back then, man. You could go to the square, Bombay Bicycle Club. They used to have like little tables with backgammon on. Oh, people used to line out lines, man, and do them right there off the fucking table. Absolutely. Now, did y'all see my friend Jamie? Isn't he a trip? You would look at Jamie. If you go back to some of my tweets, I'll post him on when I get off this podcast. I'll put him back there and I'll pin him and you can watch Jamie. Jamie, he's one of, bar none, the best auto mechanic I know of. Man, this guy can take apart a motor blindfolded. He's that good. Now, Jamie is a little rough around the edges, man. A little rough is an understatement. He's a trip. I'll take him any day over a damn politician, man, because he is honest as the day is long. He would give you the shirt off his back. Now, Jamie's been in and out of jail since he was a kid. He's, he was, you know, probably on his troubled use. But he told me a story, man, about Leslie Baldwin. And I, I think it's Leslie Bowden or something. He's one of the lead criminal defense attorneys here in Memphis. And he gets a lot of people off, some not. Well, Jamie was telling me a story. We stopped in there the other day to get my AC fixed. Before I hit the road, it didn't work. And I was trying to fix it on the road. I pulled off in a little... Uh, where I'd be off the highway, and you know, it's a four-wheel drive Tahoe, man, and it's a 96 model, and it's it's in good shape, man. You, you just constant upkeep, right? I'd rather have that all day long than some brand new truck with all the tracking shit in it because, hey, look, there's no more privacy in this country, y'all. There's none. You know, if you've got a new truck, a new car, you can bet your ass they can find out where you are. And I say they, big brother. Where did we, where, when did we get to this point? Everywhere I went, man, all through Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Arkansas. I've, look, I've traveled in 23 states in 35, 36 years and Canada. 
I don't remember any cameras in Canada. Well, they might have been there. I just don't remember. The last time I was in Canada was, I think, 07. Yeah, I worked a windmill project. And by the way, Texas, windmills do not freeze up. Right. I mean, we did a windmill job in Buffalo, New York. They get four foot of snow. They don't freeze, man. That's a bunch of bullshit you heard. And that's the thing about utilities. You know, they're going to give you some you know, bean counter to tell you what went on. When he don't know a watt from an ant from a hole in the ground, man, he doesn't know his ass from wild onions, and he's going to tell you all about what happened, which is a bunch of horse shit. Look, when there's a hurricane, and I worked them all, man. Not all, but I've been working them since 2000, okay? So for the last 20 years chasing hurricanes, chasing storm, ice storms, mostly, mostly hurricane because I get off on it and I know I'm sick. So when everybody's bugging out, I'm going in. And we love it, man, and we get paid very well for it, which brought me back to the cops and the firefighters paid. They don't make shit. I make twice what a cop does, maybe three times. I make, you know, definitely three times what a firefighter makes a year if I worked it. I don't have to anymore, man. Okay, I don't. Is my, yeah, of course money's nice. My old man used to say, well, Bo, money not, may not be everything, but try to live without it. Exactly. So, that being said, man, um, it was just a crazy weekend. I've been seeing the last 30 days since I started screwing around with Bitcoin. And look, my son has been buying Bitcoin since 17. He's one of those lucky ones that he believed in it. He bought it. He held it. And he's good to go. Man. Excuse me. I'm very proud of my son. I you just heard that big swallow. I forget how good the microphone is on an iPhone. Sorry about that, guys. I just was about to dry out here. And uh, not Justin, my son. I'm very proud of him, man. I taught him code when he was like, I don't know, started when he was probably like six. I had him on a mouse at age three. He don't remember any of this because he was too little. But I got burned, and I bought a, an IBM computer. It came with a DOS hand code book. I still have it. And I digested all the code I could, man. I learned it backwards all, you know, what each you know, little tap meant, what each little keystroke meant. You know, you know, if I want to erase a hard drive, if I want to do this, if I want to write. And it morphed into JavaScript, which morphed into current day code and yada, yada, yada. And I don't want to bore you with technical bullshit. But it's the language of, you know, JavaScript was the language of the internet, man. That's what all those little ones and zeros do, um, to put it mildly, bluntly, whatever you want to say. But Justin, man, was so good that him and his friend, <laughs> they, they hacked into AOL's mainframe, America Online. That's right, in 2000, man. 2000 and probably about 2001, because we had just moved from Perdido Key back to Memphis in Germantown. Uh, little Rizzy, bro. I just did it because I wanted the kids in a good school system. They went to public school, and they had a pretty decent system out there, a decent school system, and good teachers. And yeah, and it still wasn't. I mean, bar none, Florida had one of the best school systems I'd ever uh, experienced with my children. You know? um, but anyway, it was all good. Now I will give this to Germantown. They was an excellent school system, by the way. And Justin was learning German. I don't know why this kid. They invented their own language. I swear to God. Him and his friend Chandler, they were both these little nerdy kids. Now, they are cool. They're good-looking guys with a brain. You know, that's a, always a plus. As I tell you, man, I love a woman, a smart woman that's pretty and smart. Oh, yeah, you got it going on. I mean, to me, it's a big brain and, uh, and beautiful legs and, and lips and beautiful feet and hands and right and eyes. And, you know, I'm sorry. I don't go for the old tits and ass like most of them do. They're shallow assholes again. Yeah, whatever. Uh, man, the small of a woman's back, her eyes, man, you know. And if she's got DT toe, forget about it. It's a deal breaker for me, man. I just, you know, it is. <laughs> so, you know, get that shit cut. 
<laughs> anyway, man, it's uh, oh yeah, but since I started these podcasts, guess what? I have been pulled over three times by law in the last. I would say, well, since May sixth, three times now. I got pulled over yesterday by Montgomery's finest, and I forget the officer's name, but and I deserved it. I was trying to get to at the time Auburn. And I was on Interstate 65. Now, they have this big interchange when you get in. And it's chaotic. It always is. Now, one goes to Mobile, which I usually take to go to see my mother. And the other one is Atlanta. And it's like 85 South. Well, I waited till the last minute because it was, God, it was rush. It was nuts. It was rush hour. And, man, I did this quick move. And, blew, you know, behind me, she pulled me over. Now, she was a very cool officer, man. She was awesome. And that's the way a police officer should behave. I got out of the truck. And I just like, you know, showed her my eyes like, hey, don't shoot me. No, she was, it wasn't any of that, man. It wasn't threatening at all. She just like, what are you doing? Are you okay? What are you, are you okay? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, I'm just, man, I'm lost. And I'm not lost, but I'm used to taking my bill. She said, well, it's that way. I said, I know, but I'm going to Auburn, Alabama. She said, okay, well, you know, and it was just cool like that. And it wasn't any, I didn't feel threatened, nothing, man. She was articulate. She was very polite as what a, a police officer in my mind should be. Not somebody that escalates the situation. Not somebody that makes you feel like a criminal, which, by the way, we're going to get to that in a minute. The Tuskegee uh, Police Department was called out yesterday. I'm going to get to that in a minute. I'll tell you why. And they made me feel like a fucking criminal again, and I didn't appreciate it. You know, but in the end, they, you know, like, okay, it was cool, and you're good to go. Now, and we're going to get to, you know, Governor Abbott of Texas goon squad, or, you know, they could have been Rangers falling. I don't know, man. I just know that it was two Texas trucks following me with, like, government radio shit on the back. I noticed them in Birmingham that night. I went to a thing called Bucky's. Have you ever been to a Bucky's? Well, it's like the Bass Pro of gas stations or truck stops. It's actually a truck stop, Bucky's, man. I think they're building one in West Memphis. And this one was in Leeds, Alabama, and it was awesome. And I got there Thursday night, right? And I get in my motel room, and I'm tired, and I want to take a shower. And I drove that day for like 14 hours. I just went to back roads, man, of Florida, I mean Florida, Mississippi, and Alabama. And I knocked off about two hours' time trying to get my air charged up because I had all this shit to do it. And I broke the damn back of the compressor. It had a hairline crack in it. That's why I was leaking Freon. That being said, I can I can fix I can fix it. I've got an awesome set of tools, man. I can fix it. <laughs> but I do. I can fix it. So, and I'll just probably go to O'Reilly's later. I like O'Reilly's, man, you know. And I know that I'm supposed to say AutoZone, Terry. <laughs> she was not, Terry's a beautiful girl, man, and she's an old friend. And I know the Rhodes family. Bill Rhodes is the CEO of AutoZone. Shout out to you, Bill Rhodes. And it's based here in Memphis, home headquartered in Memphis, Tennessee. So there you go. And Terry's a beautiful person, man. She is. She got COVID, by the way. And uh, thank God she made it. And she said, Glenn, my lungs are, I'll be on medication the rest of my life. So take this shit serious, people. It is serious, man. And we all know this. And it, the war ain't over yet. It's not over. I hope that Biden gets the J&J out, the one and done, man. I, President Biden, I think the problem with this whole deal with the vaccine, you know, the Pfizer and the Moderna work. But who in the hell wants to go back for a second round and you got to keep, you right? You get busy. Oh, well, my second booster dose is due next week, but my kid's got a sore, you know, uh, is in the hospital with, you know, a broken arm and I couldn't make the second dose. Well, then you got to start over again. The one and done, man, is the way to go. Johnson Johnson, right? Now, Hannity had a good show on the other night. I got to give it to the man. He really did. Now, usually he's too extreme for me, too far right. That's the problem. What happened to the middle in this country? CNN is way left. Fox is way right. I think most Americans are the middle of the road, man. That's what I am. And I tell people that I'm a conservative Democrat, and they're like, what? That doesn't compute. 
<laughs> they just can't, you know, right? Well, it does, man. I have conservative values. You know, I believe in family. I believe in God. I believe in guns. I'm a hunter. My father was a duck hunter. I've got a, I'm looking right at it right now, man. It's a Remington 1100 uh, semi-automatic shotgun. I grew up duck hunting with my father. Now, Pops took me to TGNY back in the day. Yes, right, you could buy a shotgun at TGNY, a rifle. Now, the liberal left wants to take away your guns. That's bullshit, y'all. It was put in the Constitution for a reason, to protect you, number one, to protect your property, to protect the loved ones. Okay, what are you going to do? Use harsh language? You're going to throw your freaking iPhone at them, right? No, man. Crackhead bust through your door, just like Crackhead last week, walked on my property. He got into my yard a little bit, and I just, in that, at that time, the, the dude had sped down my, right past us, flying to an 80. It could have hit Mike working and Amy's kid. Matthew and them play out in the street all the time, man. Him and his buddies in and with their ninja outfits, which Stephanie told me that Matt was over there and just thought Will was his best bud yesterday. You know, Matthew, he's not. He's no good, man. Stay away from that guy. And he's a drunk. He drives drunk. I mean, God, he's wrecked that tire. Now, look, I'm not even going to go there because thank God they're gone. I do want to cover this, though. Natalie was running AI. I hope you guys looked this up. There was a movie called Arlington Road. Do you remember it? Jeff Bridges, where he played an architect. No, it wasn't an architect. Was it an architect? I think he was. And Tim Robbins played the villain. And they basically, you know, Jeff Bridges' character learned that these guys were terrorists. And he was trying to get make them understand they're going to blow up a federal building. Well, Tim Robbins and them kind of painted them into the crazy corner. And they're like, oh, this guy needs to be on right? Well, that's what they're trying to do to me, man. And I'll tell you why in a minute. I've been hitting billionaires where they live in their wallet. I've been exposing their Bitcoin bullshit, them taking it down, running it back up, which, by the way, Bitcoin, no more than six weeks ago, was at 63000 And that morning, I remember Kramer, you know, the obnoxious Jim Kramer, was bragging that he had paid off a couple of his houses. And God knows how many he's got. This is a $100 million man, a hedge fund manager for Wall Street. Everybody knows Kramer. And uh, you know what? Instead of ripping Kramer, you got to give it to him, man. I mean, yeah, it's shitty. I don't like hedge fund managing. I mean, had shorting stocks because you can. Now they did this to Apple. They did this to Tesla. That's the new normal, y'all. If a company comes out with great earnings, what do you do? You don't buy it at hundreds. You know, I sound like Matthew McConaughey in Wall Street. You don't buy it there. You come up with a new idea, a brilliant idea. You take Apple from 142 down to 116, then you buy the shit out of it. Now, look, you think about that, man, $30 a share, and you're buying billions of dollars worth of stock. Of course, it's going to save you a boatload of cabbage, right? And it's done every day. Why is Joe Biden not saying, hey, foul? Because he's rich. Joe Biden is rich. Everybody knows it. There's no poor senators, people. There's no poor senators, all right? Now, Nancy Pelosi, this is another fact. And please, fact check anything I tell you. I encourage it. Nancy Pelosi, this was on Trader News. I trade uh, my pension, well, what's left of it, and I put mana $4,500 into Riot Blockchain back in October, and I wrote it up to $85. I had, I had turned 4500 into 54000 in four and a half months. That's right. I did this last year. Well, and good news, Joe Biden, I don't have to pay tax on that because guess what happened? I lost my ass. That's right. It, everything was shorted to hell. I bought Stephanie for a little birthday present. Apple came out with the best earnings call in their history. And I bought her at 142. I bought her, I picked her up, I think, 200 shares. And it was kind of like, hey, baby, here's, you know, just hold it and tuck it away and keep it. Well, what happened, man? As soon as they came out with the earnings call, and no, it didn't go up. It went down. It tanked all the way down over the next two weeks, man, to like 116, 115 a share. Well, then here come the buyers, and now I don't know. I hadn't even looked at it. But that's the new normal, man. Is it right? No, of course not. Now, Nancy Pelosi was buying Tesla calls. Call, 
easy to remember on options trades. You don't want to do this because you'll get in trouble. But if you're new to markets, now the traders that do trade, know, they know this all too well. Call up, put down. So a put option, you're betting a stock goes lower. You're not betting, but you know, well, basically you are, and the stock market is a gamble. You know, it's a gamble, especially now. And call up means you think a stock is going up. Call up, put down. That's easy to remember that. All right. Nancy Pelosi and her husband is there. Look, anything I tell you is not some conspiracy theory. It's not from my tenfold hat. It's a fact. You can look it up yourself. I encourage it. Hold that microphone away from that mouth when you drink that water, Memphis Red. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I'm not going to talk to myself in the third person. I think you get a little weird when you start doing that. Anyway, I'm weird anyway. A good weird, I'd like to think. Uh, anyway, man. Uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, and the whole, you know, Nancy's, and the bad part is, man, people were being evicted back in January, February from their apartments, sleeping in their cars, and here's Pelosi buying a million dollars worth of calls. And by the way, when Stephanie and I first went on this trip, we got turned around one night, man. We show up, now look, this could be just coincidence. Coincidence, you know, I don't know, could have been, right? I don't count anything out nowadays, man. Ever since Trump, this country has gone freaking bananas. It has, man, it's gone crazy, you know? The whole, remember when he, what he said to the cops? Oh, when you put them in the car, don't worry about protecting their head. Just shove them the hell in there. And, you know, look, bang them up. Fuck them up. Well, the cops took him in his word, man. And I see this. I, see, I know, believe me, black people know this all too well. Now, I swear to God, ever since I was pulled over three times. First, the crackhead debacle that happened on May 6th where I was jailed for 26 hours for cussing out a crackhead. I never pulled a gun on him. The gun was inside the whole time. We have video corroborating this, but it didn't matter. If you watch the video, and I'll, I'll post it back, it's already there. Look, you can look it up yourself. You know, you just have to scroll back to May the 6th, May the 7th. Uh, it was about when it was posted. Um, and they sent an officer, Lieutenant Minga, to my door. And I'm on my porch, and the video, it shows it. And it, you know, it escalates. They were escalating it. His friends show up, Officer Dak, who's 29, and his little, you know, really, man. I always look at a cop like, you know what, if you, and I told, I think I, I told Dak in the hospital because, you know, they kept me in cuffs. They fucked up my right hand. Right now, I do not have feeling in my hand, and that was on May 6th. So you lawyers out there that want to, you know, that are good at this, please contact me, Glenn Memphis Red, because I still have the scab, the scar. I've got a scar on my, on my wrist. Now do the math. That was, what, over 20 days ago. I have no feeling in my right hand now, and God damn it. That was my only good hand. The other one was burnt up from the accident in, in 92. You know, it's still good to go, but yeah. And they took me down on bullshit. You know, me, oh, we have probable cause, and we're going to take your ass in. And they manhandled me, man, and they slammed me on the damn trunk, and I couldn't believe it. I'd never even had a speeding ticket in 40 years. I don't have a record. You know, well, I do now. You know, they printed me. They DNA swabbed my ass. And that's sad because, man, I'm in the fucking, I'm, I'm in the system, in the modern system. I did have a, uh, and this is the trippy part, is my fingertips were burnt off, right? On oh, my left hand. A couple of them were, and they couldn't print me, man. They were getting frustrated. Well, it won't print, you know? Roll them there and squish them in there. Anyway, I got out. A man bailed me out. Mike working put up my bail, $500. And I told Mike, Mike, appreciate you getting me out, although I can't stand the guy. He's a douchebag. You know, I mean, he, if you read my tweets, I posted his text. You'd think he'd figure it out and don't text shit that he doesn't want, you know, post it because they're my texts. I can post them if I want, Mike. And he's so like, you need to quit policing people. And by the way, they want you in a cage. And I'm like, really, dude, really over 
cussing on a crackhead, they want me in a fucking cage. And Massey told me, Mr. Higgs, do you understand the seriousness of this? This could carry a three, three to 15 year prison sentence. And I'm like, no, Your Honor, I don't understand it. And she looked at me puzzled. I said, no, what did I use, harsh language? And she said, Mr. Higgs, you need to be quiet. And I, well, that's what's going on. And I still have a court date, man, on the 21st. God, I hope some reporters show up for that one. It's going to be a good one. Division 11, 9 a.m. on uh, June the 21st is what working told me. Oh, that's a lot, man. I'm just ready to be over with. We want to sell this house. We want to get the hell out of Memphis and just be done with it, man. I'm so sick of the whole fucking thing. Memphis was such a great town. Was, past tense. Everybody went to Nashville, right? They all went to Nashville. And Memphis used to be the thriving metropolis of Tennessee and no longer, man. We're down to about 800,000 people. We're crime-ridden. Strickland's doing a shit job. Uh, we still haven't had hot water since February the 28th. We have to boil water to take a damn bath. That's right. And because our basement floods every time it rains. It hasn't flooded in 19 years, but it floods because Strickland won't clean out the damn storm drains. So the storm drains, our house was built in 22. The storm drains were installed in 38. They haven't been cleaned out in the 20 years I've been here. And it goes to an old sump line that connects to our basement, and it comes up like a gusher. And um, the last time it flooded, it was about... Well, like I said, it was February 28th, and it came up 24 inches in our basement in three hours, and we filmed it. And I sent these videos to Strickland. I sent them to city council to no avail. Nobody answered me. Nobody even called me. Now, they did send out a little peon from Robert Connect. He's our public works guy. He ain't worth a shit. He's an engineer. I've worked with a lot of engineers over the years, man. And they told me, oh, Mr. Higgs, you don't have a, there's not a storm drain. Where do the hell you think it comes? Out of my ass and fills up my basement? I mean, I've got a 30 by 20 basement, and I'm real, and it's flooded. It took out a hot water tank. And I'm not going to replace it. The tank was only three years old, about four years old. And it's an industrial tank. And it's a damn, it was a damn good heater. Water heater. So now we're boiling water to take a bath, man. And I figured it out. We've paid 140 k in taxes on this property in 20 years. Well, Stephanie has. I've been here for 15 Okay, after my first marriage. And I'm always looking for the next ex, Miss Higgs. <laughs> so, yeah, man, and I are having some problems, but I think we'll work it out. I hope so. And if we don't, hey, you know, that's the way it goes, man. Uh, COVID crazies is what I call them. COVID has been hard on everybody. You know, divorce is up, drug abuse is up, alcoholism's up. But anyway, man, we're going to get through this. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's tough. Everybody just hang in there, and we're going to get through it. I think the J&J &J would definitely help uh, if we get that out, Joe Biden. And by the way, Joe, I still don't have my money. <laughs> I'm like, J.G. Wentworth, I want my money now. <laughs> anyway, look, we're going to wrap this up, y'all. I've talked long enough. I bored you probably, and I hope not. But it's uh, we got 10 minutes left, so we're going we're gonna to wrap it on up. The cameras, man, they're in every damn place. I pull up to red light camera. Go to get a, get a, a Coca-Cola camera. They're everywhere. They're pointing everywhere. They're everywhere, man. Cameras, cameras. Bullshit. Now, you do have some people on the right that are trying to get rid of this. And I'm leaning toward the right. I hate to say it, but I am, man. I don't like what the left's doing. I don't like it. You know, you're not going to take away my guns. You know, you're not. And I'm not a violent person, but if you notice now, ever since Biden took office, it seems like there's a mass shooting every other week. The end game is to disarm you. If they disarm you, that's what a communist nation does. They're filling your head full of socialistic ideas. And communism is the cousin to socialism, vice versa. And what's the first thing a communist nation does when they take over? They get rid of your guns. You got no way to fight back, man. You can't defend your property. You're just you're just a sheep. You're man. Get in line. Do as we tell you. Fuck that. That's not what America's about. All right. 
Uh, you know, the, the thing with CVS of the day was a trip. I'm going to cover that real quick before I run out of time, which is why I'm talking a little faster because I'm down to nine minutes. Man, I go in there, and I call the girl ahead of time, and I says, look, here's what I have. Her name's Angela, and uh, she's a pharmacist, man. Believe it or not, I couldn't believe it. Nigga, she totally screwed it up. I call her at 3 a.m. This is a 24-hour CVS down the street. Well, they're a Canadian company. You think you want socialism? You don't. I got some medicine, and it's called Lorsartan Potassium. It's one of the most common blood pressure medicines. Well, guess what the problem was? It, because it's a Canadian company, they, they give you this bullshit from an Indian factory. It's on the bottle. I've seen it before on another medication. This shit does not work. It's not FDA approved. It does not meet standards, but that's what I got. And guess what? I started taking it when I was on my road trip. I had to cut it short and come back early anyway. It wasn't controlling my pressure. My pressure on the on the diastolic, systolic, that's your lower upper north, it went up 20 points, man, because this shit is no good. Now, I stopped in the CVS at Tuskegee yesterday to get the swapped out. And the girl, she's a young lady, she's very pretty, very hard to shout out to you guys. And thank you for, for putting up with me. And they did. And I was talking to Stephanie on their phone about, you know, what's going on with these Texas guys on my ass. I tried to get sanctuary in a fire station. My daddy, growing up, he always says, Bo, if you ever get in peril, you know, or get in trouble, he told my sister as well, go to a firehouse. And I did, man. And in Tuskegee, I guess they don't like white people because I didn't see, there wasn't one white firefighter. That, that whole house had, you know, like eight firefighters. They're all young, like 19 to 23, I'm guessing, and they're all black. Not one white band in the bunch. Now, if we were to do that and reverse that, and you went to a firehouse, say, in Jasper, Alabama, and there's just all white fire, oh, you'd have to have a black in there and get the token black. Well, Tuskegee, y'all need a token white. That's <laughs> it for Tad, right? I don't know, man. All I know is they called the law on me, and I'm sitting there trying to tell them. I said, look, there's two assholes from Texas following me. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know if they're, I said, I've been shitting all over Abbott and the way he's handled COVID. I have been attacking, not attacking, but I've been calling it out on Governor Lee, which I think he's going to be on Hannity on Fox News. Get to know your enemy, man. You can't watch and just get your news feed from one source because you know better off than the other side. And I encourage you, if you want to know what's going on, look it up yourself, man. Don't listen to some talking head trying to spin you at their political ideology because that's what basically CNN does and Fox does. Now, that being said, CNN owned by AT&T, MSNBC owned by Comcast, ABC is owned by Disney. ESPN owned by Disney. You see where this is going? Corporations control your news feed. Those that control the information control everything, man. That's fact. Now, don't buy into this bullshit. Do your own research. Look, we know we're Americans. We know we love our families. Everybody's trying to do the same thing, right? You're just trying to work your nine to five and, and hope your kids have something better than what you had. And, you know, hopefully that's working out for you. Arlington Road, Jeff Bridges, watch that one. Tim Robbins is a good flick. It's kind of what they're trying to do. Right now, they're trying to discredit me. There's no doubt. No doubt. Because they have to, right? And I will be in court on the 21st of, uh, of June at 9 a.m., Division 11 in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, 201 Poplar. And I hope to see some reporters there to cover this because it ought to be dropped. Oh, an interesting working. Mike Working recommended a, an attorney for me. This was like last Wednesday when I stopped to see Jamie. And I did a thing with Jamie, man. He's a trip. Uh, he's a good guy. He tells it like it is, man. He told me that Leslie Baldwin, uh, Jamie was up for like, back when he was young, like 20 years ago, for four pounds of weed he had in possession. First offense, Baldwin, Leslie Baldwin of Memphis said, bring me $6,500, Jamie, and I'll make sure you walk. Jamie gave him $6,500. They took Jamie's ass straight to jail where he spent two years at the penal farm. There you go. And Baldwin, Baldwin kept his money. So it's a dirty game, man. They all play. Um, 
Anyway, man, when, so, oh, this is interesting too, Stephanie, and this is the last time I'll ever speak of Natalie and Rosie. She said, and I was on the road yesterday, she said that the workers came in with like gas mask on and they said, oh my God, nobody should leave those conditions. It was upstairs, the room that was attached to Will 808's room. And I think I figured this one out. They said it was so disgusting, they couldn't stand the stench. I haven't seen Rosie, their dog lately, you know, and I bet you money she's been locked up in that room and she's probably dog shit everywhere and piss and you name it. I'm so glad they're gone, man. It was That was bad juju. Ever since these people moved in, they've turned our life upside down. They've been hacking into our iPhones, which that's another, hey, you people out there that know about civil rights, I definitely know our right to privacy has been invaded by Natalie Persons of Rhodes College. I can't stand her. God, I'm glad they're gone. Look, we're going to wrap this up on a positive note, and I want to give a shout-out right now and thank you to these brave men that served. And, uh, you know, listen... We owe it all to these guys, man. We owe it all to them. And I'm going to start out with my daddy. Private First Class G. Higgs, Korean War vet, 1957-58. Private First Class A. Griffith. I lost all about five years ago. He fought in the Pacific Theater, a brave warrior. He was 95, man. And I loved the guy. We used to drink beers together at the Celtic. He he was a Marine. He was a badass, too. Uh, you know, my uncle who is deceased seaman c titus that was on a battleship in uh in normandy he shelled normandy man yeah that's right and by the way aubrey griffith is his name a griffith in marine corps and he gave stephanie away at our wedding he's just, he was a great man and finally uh man joey staff sergeant joey gerbine god bless you three tours of Iraq. He told me yesterday, he said, Red, the reason I do it is because I love my men. I love my men, and I'm going to have to go chase Hurricane pretty soon. And God willing, I will be out there on the lines. I'll be putting up your power. So when you see, oh, and we're going to cover something real too. Real quick, real quick. This, y'all need to stay, you need to read up. Do your research on visible light spectrum on wireless a directional wavelength spectrum. I get this technology. That's what Natalie was running, man. She's, they have a contract with, with the government. You can look it up. Rhodes College, University of Memphis, Natalie Persons, person, just like a person, plural, contract with the U.S. Navy, I think it's U.S. Navy and the Air Force on directional wave spectrum. Anything past uh, 8G, you're beyond the visible light spectrum. You start getting into a weird area of physics, man. And there's Nokia has put out 15G. Yeah, that's right, 15G, and you're getting 5G right now. You know, it's dangerous shit. RF radiation. Look, they were fucking with it in Iraq, in Afghanistan. And I'm quoting a general. He said, it cooks the whites of their eyes like boiled eggs. That was directional wave spectrum, probably in the 13 to 15 G range. Dangerous stuff. Anyway, look, man, we're going to go. And as always, peace, love, and spread that empathy all around. This is Memphis Red. And happy Memorial Day. God bless the lost and the ones that gave the ultimate that paid the ultimate sacrifice so we could have this flag so we could have our freedoms and i hope we get it together america all right god bless peace y'all